everybody, welcome to Save Your Sorry, the podcast where we talk about the rise and fall of our favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. I'm your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and fellow co-host, Jose Angel. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. How are you? I'm great. Alrighty. Uh, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Tony the Tiger will fight you for that. Oh, shit, bitch. Today is one of your episodes so you know i'm excited and ready to dive in so who are we talking about today well today is a backstage battles episode you bitch <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we've done one in a while and the girls are fighting so we're going to talk about it i like this the girls are fighting <laughs> And I just love petty little fights like the ones we'll be talking about today. So let's just get into it. All right. Our first feud we'll be talking about is Selena Gomez and Hailey Bieber, formerly Baldwin. Okay, this is not where I thought this was going, but I'm ready. Have you, do you know anything about the situation? (laughs) No, kind of, no. Okay, I don't know any, I don't know any details. I've just heard about a beef and were the fans instigating it or not that's the only thing i've read and you know those two are not really my celebrities so i haven't paid attention yeah it is kind of a rumored beef so it's are the girls fighting but Mm. we'll we'll see at the end if they are or not all right then i do want to say i got this timeline from people.com and this is a rumored feud but like the rest of america i'm invested i think i have chosen a side Mm. we must know the truth (laughs) to understand this feud we have to go back to february 28 2011 selena and justin bieber confirmed their relationship at a red carpet oscar party justin was probably at his biggest at this time so it was pretty big for his teenage fans yeah this shit was crazy yeah i never was a believer i think i like one of his songs what about you uh no But one time was my shit. I hated it that I loved it so much. (laughs) And Selena, I I kind of know her more recently from the HBO show, Selena Plus Chef. Mm -hmm. But that came out during like the pandemic. So I was never like a huge fan of hers. I just knew of her. Same, same. Of course, them together was Jelena. (laughs) I, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Probably. But, you know, it was like one of those power couples, like Ben and Jennifer Lopez or Brad and Angie. Yeah, there's just two little child superstars coming together to make a child superstar power couple. <laughs> well, someone was a fan of Jelena, and that was Haley Baldwin. Mmm, sneaking bitch. I'm <laughs> in the backgrounds looking, plotting. May of 2011, Haley tweets out, I'm for sure 100% Team Jelena. In September of 2011, Haley tweets out, I don't care what anyone says, but Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez together is the definition of teenage dream. Hashtag word. <laughs> Not hashtag word. We, we weren't even saying word no more. <laughs> and she hashtagged it. I didn't see if anything prompted these tweets, but... It is cringe, but Haley was only 14. We can't really hold that too much against her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 14 around this time period, and they're 18. And then they just all kind of grow together. <laughs> the following year in 2012, Haley tweets out, 
She is beyond flawless, and he's, you know, he's Bieber. They are the perfect relationship, forever alone. <laughs> Another time she tweets out, Selena Gomez is so freaking good looking. Dang, who was you trying to get with, Haley? <laughs> Jesus. She can't stop talking. No. November 2012, Selena and Justin break up publicly for the first time. But they would get back together in five months' time. November 2014, they would break up again. Uh. It's not 100% certain they are dating the whole time. But, you know, it's beyond love. They might be official, not official, on and off type of thing. So they break up in November. But then in December of that year, rumors start swirling that he is dating Haley. Somewhere in that three-year time period, Haley turned from fan to a friend. Uh. And, you know, she is running in the model circles with, like, Gigi Hadid, Kendall Jenner. Yeah. She knows the the biggies, the big people of that those circles, as you, as you said. Yeah, and she's modeling too. Did she earn that modeling career? We can argue that at the end, I guess. <laughs> Nepo baby. <laughs> but Haley is asked if she's dating Justin, and she denies it. Justin even posted a photo of them. And the caption's saying he's still single and they're just friends. Already the fan groups are saying Team Jelena or Team Haley and Justin. And his fans, what I assume, are mainly teens. And I don't say that as shade or anything. It's just probably his demographic. Uh-huh. Are thinking, wait, you just broke up with Selena and now you're with her. Or, you know, the other fans are saying, I like Haley better. And then you have those crazy ones who doesn't want Justin with anybody. Yeah. But Haley and Justin are seen going to going on a new year's trip again they're just friends but then november 2015 so maybe a year later justin is seen singing at a hotel bar where selena gomez is in attendance he's singing my girl the temptation song and his song sorry which is rumored to be about selena so rumors are swirling Oh my god, they're back together. They would later say they are just friends and will always have love for each other. The next month, Justin and Haley spend New Year's together and are seen kissing. Mm. When asked about the singing in January of 2016, Selena says to Rolling Stone, Honestly, what I would love to be printed is that I am so beyond done with talking about that and him. And she would talk about it with W Magazine and would say, I'm so exhausted. I honestly am so done. I care about his health and well-being, but I can't do it anymore. Yeah. It was a relationship that's always been about Justin. He was the bigger star. So when they were together, when they were apart, it was always, so how's the relationship? What's going on? (laughs) Even now, she will always be asked about Justin just because it was so big in the career. In February, Justin tells the magazine, him and Haley are not trying to rush anything. And Haley tells E! News they were not exclusive. So, yeah, I was fucking with each other back in 2014, is what it sounded like. (laughs) Somewhere along the way, Justin and Haley end up breaking up. And in October 2017, Justin and Selena are rumored to be dating. They are riding bikes. She is seen wearing his jersey. And in March 2018, they become official on their dating. And soon after... They officially break up again. Wait, Justin and Selena? Yes. So, again? Yes. It it gets very it's very confusing the timeline because it is Justin, Selena, a few months later, Haley, 
few months he later, dated Selena her in Justin. 2016? I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, this is we're now in 2018. All right, all right. And then you broke up again. So yeah, they broke up in March 2018, or a little after that. And then July 2018, Haley and Justin are once again back together. And they would marry in September of 2018. Yeah, that was interesting. So October 2019, Selena comes out with the song, Lose You to Love Me. And it is believed to be about Justin. And she sings, in two months, she replaced us like it was easy. Which, you know, those lyrics make people think it's about Justin. And when Selena posts a song on Instagram announcing the release, Haley posts a screenshot of the song, I'll Kill You by Summer Walker. Okay. And people think this is a subtle way of Haley responding some of the lyrics of Summer Walker's song are, don't want no problem, I wish a bitch would, try to come between us, it won't end up good. I can tell you now, them bitches is lying. There's a few. <laughs> There's a few. First you- of all, I'm going to tell you right now. Is Haley Bieber posted Summer Walker's music on the regular? <laughs> nope. But you chose I Kill You, which, I mean, if you have heard it, yeah. And just like you said, those lyrics. Is about like a, a, a bitch. I wish you would type of song. Hmm. On the same day, some things are coincidences, and then some things are not. And that's kind of how this whole situation is. It's just all coincidences. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, especially the the timing of it. She announces on Instagram, Selena, and then Haley posts that screenshot. So the fans go crazy, mostly attacking Haley. Haley is saying the post was not in response to Selena. Selena responds to fans saying, I'm grateful for the response that the song is getting. I'm so grateful. However, I do not stand for women tearing women down. And I, I will never be by that. So please be kind to everyone, yada, 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 yada. Uh-huh. And pretty much saying, thanks for the love. Let's not attack Haley. May yeah, 11th. Fuck that bitch, though. <laughs> May 11th of 2022, fans accuse Selena of shading Haley in a get ready with me video. So pretty much... Haley posts a Get Ready With Me video on TikTok, and then Selena posts a video <laughs> of Get Ready With Me, and they're just doing their makeup pretty much, and people are saying, oh, Selena's trying to make fun of Haley, which I didn't see it in the video. It does seem kind of a stretch on that one. Yeah. Selena responds saying, this is why I believe in taking care of your mental health. Guys, no idea what I did, but I'm really sorry. Zero bad intention. Deleting soon. September 2008, 2022, Haley goes on the Call Her Daddy podcast and talks about how she never was with Justin when he was in a relationship with anyone. And there's no... Stop going on that podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about their business and they wrong. (laughs) And she says there's no beef between her and Selena. October 16, 2022, Haley and Selena are photographed together. And this is proof of, oh my God, they're getting along. The feud settled or Mm -hmm. there was no feud, the fans are making it up. And February 14, 2023, it seems the truce was broken. Haley makes a video using the sound, I'm not saying she deserved it, but I'm saying God's timing is always right. It's a common sound, and people took this to be about Selena Gomez. Tell us why. When the video first was posted, it was around the time Selena was being body shamed online for people saying she had gained weight. And Haley initially uploaded the video and then deleted it. A fan re-uploaded it, questioning the timing. And Haley responds, I never comment on this type of thing. 
but we were just having a girls night and I did a random TikTok sound for fun. It's not directed at anyone. Selena leaves a comment as well saying, it's okay, I don't let these things get me down, be nice to everyone. So is it a fan made up thing? Maybe, I feel like that one could possibly just be coincidence i think uh i mean probably this doesn't sound like a big feud but it does sound like Haley started this so this is my theory theory so Haley ba Haley bieber formerly known as Haley baldwin is not really famous uh, she has a famous family and she has famous friends but who i mean no offense who is Haley what, to anybody does. else yeah not really anybody important not saying that she's not important period Just, yeah so uh she wasn't used to i guess that heavy scrutiny everybody watching and dissecting everything you do on and off social media so when whatever happened with uh selena and um her posting that song Haley was low-key in her feelings or low-key wanted to shade her but didn't think she was gonna get caught and she did that kill bill shit and uh tried to explain it away but it's just too much of a coincidence to be explained away especially if i don't see her regularly uh posting screenshots of music like that i would a hundred percent say that was not a coincidence and so with that being said i think eventually they uh saw that Haley didn't want this public problem selena never wanted the problem to begin with i'm sorry my my cat's trying to catch a damn fly <laughs> Um, Selena didn't start this and didn't want any of that and was like, okay, we're, they came together to squash it because they understand how this looks and they know how these beefs get out of hand. And then, uh, unfortunately, now everything Haley does is going to look like it's a, it's a shot. Because I'm not sure if that, that TikTok sound based off, based off the story you gave was about Selena. But I will say that now people are starting to think that your coincidences are just not coincidences. And here's another coincidence for you. February 22nd, 2023, so just a few days before this recording, is where the war we are in breaks out. No, no. Selena makes a video saying she accidentally laminated her brows too much. Don't ask me what that means. Now, you know, I was about <laughs> to laminate. What? Three hours later, Kylie Jenner posts a selfie to her stories, and all it says is, this was an accident, question mark. The words being over her eyebrows. No other context. Kylie also posts a screenshot of her and Haley using FaceTime. Both of them are zoomed in to their eyebrows. No explanation why. People are calling Kylie and Haley out, saying they're mean girls. Like, why would they post that? A TikTok user name devotedly yours talks about it and it is picking up traction kylie leaves a comment saying this is reaching no shade towards selena ever and i didn't see her eyebrow post you guys are making something out of nothing this is silly selena responds saying agreed and she tats kylie jenner it's all unnecessary i'm a fan of kylie so that should be the end of it but then selena is seen leaving comments saying i love you when a fan makes a TikTok calling out Kylie and Haley, people are pointing out this ain't the first time Kylie has posted something shady and then used plausible deniability. When Tory Lane shot Meg the Stallion in the foot, Kylie posted a photo of her foot the next day. Some people think that's a way to mock Meg the Stallion. She did that shit. Yeah. 
Oh, it's up for Kylie. Fuck Kylie every day, <laughs> twice on Sundays. Fuck that bitch forever. She did that. Now that ain't no coincidence right there. And and that's what, before you even mentioned it, I was gonna say Kylie's being accused because of reputation. I was gonna say because that Jordan Woods shit. Kylie and her sisters are known to take a small issue and make it a big issue because they want to throw shade and they want to read people and they think it's funny, but ain't nobody laughing with them except for they, you know, their weird catatonic fan base. But yeah, they're known as the shady girls who throw rocks and hide their hands. So I was going to say exactly. Um, the eyebrow post could be a coincidence, could not be, honestly. I don't know with the eyebrow situation because that is such a small thing to make fun of, but that would be a petty bitch to do something like that. And as a petty bitch myself, that is something I would do if I wanted to get under someone's skin. Yeah. Because what And Kylie's else, a petty bitch, I feel like. She ain't what got shit going else could on. that mean? I, what, of, you're right. Actually, what does that mean? Why did you post those photos? And also, people are speculating that Kylie might be being petty because Selena is passing her for most Instagram followers. And because Selena's beauty line is doing better than Kylie's. Well, that's because some people come to different uh fields organically and some people just buy into it and what i will say about selena and her fan base is that they are loyal and they are solid whereas the kardashian slash jenners have had to buy everything to make it work they had to buy themselves different face and body parts to therefore sell themselves and sell other people uh other shit that is not new faces and new body parts but it makes you believe that you'll look like them and you can get like them, but you can't. Yeah, I think Selena's likability is more genuine and Kylie's is uh, more planned out. It's more a strategy of we're going to do this to be likable. We're going to hang out this person to get these followers. And it does seem stupid, like being the most Instagram followed person. Like (laughs) who cares about that? Yeah. But maybe that is like a little piece of the puzzle. That's her claim to fame. I mean, this bitch was selling lip kits. And we weren't <laughs> acting like her lips weren't the size of fucking college rule notebook paper. Okay. Yeah. Also, there is an old video of Haley on the show, Drop the Mic, that aired from 2017 to 2019. She's on there with Method Man. And he says, some of the meanest lyrics about a celebrity since Taylor Swift's last album. And Haley does a dadding motion and rolls her eyes. The video is calling Haley a bully and a mean girl. And while this is all happening, Selena leaves a comment saying, so sorry, my best friend is and continues to be one of the best in the game. Mm. So it's weird that's how selena is commenting on specific videos well also okay that if if selena and taylor are still really good friends besties besties we we all three hang out all the time you know um taylor and scooter braun who is justin's manager who was Justin's manager (gasps) uh had that big beef with the fucking master so i didn't even think about that you fucking genius i'm telling you these people run into these circles and then take on feuds that have nothing to do with them oh i did not even think about that oh that could be like more 
bad blood like which side are you on yeah because it's so weird that you are ride or die for them as a couple and then you started dating them and you really didn't say you're doing anything um for or against lena and then she writes the song and then you come out with that and then uh this eyebrow thing uh the little these little instagram posts i don't know it's weird it's it came out of nowhere so fast yeah but also that scooter bronc and i can't believe i did not make that connection and yeah. If you want to listen to a good song, Mad Woman by Taylor Swift on her Folklore album is allegedly about Scooter Braun. Ooh, Mad Woman. Mad. No, That's not how that goes. <laughs> so it was, it's just interesting that she comments about that. And then Selena announces a break from social media for a little bit, but leaves one last comment saying, I'm getting off social media. I have every right to defend my friend. Say what you want about me, but my people, I die for. Thanks so much. Yeah, I think Haley, I don't know if, if it's that serious to her, but I do think that Haley started this feud. I think that Selena at every turn has tried to uh, downplay it slash redirect it, but these bitches are so fucking shady. Just They're just so annoying and uh, that they just can't help themselves because the thing is, is that she's not, Selena's not playing into it. She's not saying there's any drama. She's not creating any drama herself. She's always diffusing it, you know. But the fans are playing a big role in this, too, because it is, like, at one point, at least if you're Selena fans, if you see these bitches throwing Selena shade, don't drag Selena in and just uh, cuss these bitches out and uh, and just and just go on, if, if that's what you think. Or don't bring more attention to it if... if, if if Selena isn't um, taking the bait. Yeah, just don't interact with it at all. I would think it's a better option. Yeah, but I feel like Selena wouldn't take a social media break if some of this wasn't getting to her or if some of this wasn't what the fans think it is. I mean, sometimes you do take a, a break because of uh, different fan bases and people being petty and rude, but I think also her not wanting to see shady shit like that was a part of the reason why she maybe wanted to take a break too yeah so that's pretty much it um people are saying Haley's leaving these comments or Haley's doing this stuff to get under selena's skin or saying she's not doing it just enough plausible deniability there's a smaller camp that's saying selena's playing victim and leaving these thomas get fans to attack Haley. no nah. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's playing that role great. I believed her. Which, I don't think so. yeah, just because you are saying, like, I, I don't, I don't see her playing victim, but just because you're like, oh, I, you, you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to respond. And to be fair, I mean, I'm not a big Selena Gomez follower, but I've never seen Selena. Uh, uh, badmouth anybody in her life, even when she was on the outs with Demi. When she goes on, when she's away from certain things, or she walks away from uh, shows or people like that, uh, sh she'll explain it away. But she, I've never heard her badmouth anybody in the media. I haven't either, and I'm not a Selena fan. I just know her from Selena Plus Chef and Only Murders in the Building, which I have not seen. I want to start that because everybody said it was good. Yeah, 
I will um, say this though, Haley. One thing she can't uh, take away from uh, the internet is all those videos of Justin Bieber leaving her ass in the dust, <laughs> walking to I, the car and shit. I plan to do an episode on Justin pro- probably soon because he had his heyday of scandals. Oh, don't even get me started. Why do you think? I mean, there's a reason beside it not being a good song, but one little less lonely girl would never be in my playlist. <laughs> Fucking ruin that shit forever. But it's this is starting to break down to a bitter conversation of these Nepo babies that are Kylie and Haley are just jealous of the self-made girls of Selena and Taylor. Mm, and that is true. She is self-made. I think that's why it's kind of blowing up because we are just. And I'm not coming to this conclusion myself. You know, everyone's talking about it on TikTok, so I'm borrowing everyone's kind of ideas to uh-huh. form my own. It's coming at the end of this discussion of nepotism babies. Uh-huh. So that's why it's blowing up so much because now we have a face to put on the nepo babies, which I'm not saying go hate on Haley. I think she does get a lot of hate for no reason. But I do think in this instance, she is. Being a mean girl, mm. but I'm if, Regina. Judd. I just can't think who is that bit of a Jelena fan in 2023. Like I don't see the Zoomers being that. I think it has to be millennials. And if you're a millennial and you're bullying Haley Bieber just because she's in a relationship with someone, that is so pathetic. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that's how those wars went. Like they they battled for them couples. Like that was they man. <laughs> I just and I was just like, this is embarrassing. Yeah, I don't get it when it's like that. But that's all about the Selena and Haley. I do have one more story for us. Ooh yeah. And this one is an older feud. Ooh. And this one is between Brandy and Monica. The boy is mine. (laughs) I got this timeline from ZoraMedium.com and Bustle.com. Out of the two, which one are you more of a fan of? Man, if you would have gave me, if you would have got me some months ago, the clear, clear favorite, honestly, would have been Monica. Really? Yeah, just because, I I mean, first of all, I do love and appreciate both of their musics. Mm -hmm. Musics? whatever <laughs> but i am a bigger i'm a bigger music fan of monica and i thought maybe person but she's kind of been disappointing me with like who she puts her support behind and i'm just like that's why you got to separate the art from the artist so oh. i would say brandy at this point in time overall but i do like monica's music more i like brandy's music more I don't think I really know any of Monica's music, so I'm sure she's talented. I just don't know any of it besides that boy is mine. Damn. Um, No Monica music? None that comes to mind, no. I would name some, but I'm not going to embarrass myself by embarrassing you. (laughs) Yeah, this is just going to be centered around the beef. I did not really put any other information in here about Monica or Brandy. Anyways, in 1998, the boys... What are their star signs? I don't know. (laughs) Who are their parents? How do they grow? In 1998, The Boy Is Mine comes out. When it is still in production, there's already some backstage battles. Dallas Austin, the co-producer, claims Monica had 
to retort her vocals separately. He says he didn't think Monica would bring her personality and attitude in the same studio as Brandy. So they go back and forth with multiple mixes because neither wanted to be out saying on the song. <laughs> Rodney Jenkins, Dark Child. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Who is an executive producer on Never Say Never, would have this to say in 2007 about the filming of the music video. I think what made the song so special is that they really didn't like each other. And we took that reality and put it right on the record. They almost got into a fight, so I had to remove them from each other. It was reality TV before it happened. That's so all, interesting. Yeah, already it's being put at put as they just they never clicked. They just off the bat they did not like each other. So the rumors are swirling, but both camps are saying it's cool. It's reported that Brandy grew angry when Monica decided to name her upcoming album "That Boy Is Mine." Yeah, I do remember that. Which also I would have kind of felt a way about it too. Especially since Brandy, the song was originally Brandy's, and then she reached out to Monica, so she felt like she had more ownership of the song. Oh yeah, especially Monica. That's rude. That's rude. <laughs> She's trying to usurp her uh, her position. Brandy would go on to perform the song on The Tonight Show and allegedly ask for a solo version of the song to come out, but that was shot down due to contracts. So it seems maybe there was a contract in place that they would share the song. It was on Brandy's album, but it was supposed to be seen as a duet, not a feature. Yeah, but I if I would have put it in that contract. This bitch got to change her CD name. <laughs> Her album name, that shit's wrong. So when they perform this song together at the VMA rehearsal, there are rumors that they've gotten into a physical fight. Both singers deny this happened at the time, and their management teams release a joint statement saying, Brandy and Monica spent substantial time together at last week's MTV Awards. They did interviews together, had their pictures taken together, had adjoining dressing rooms, sat together at the show, and held hands and prayed together prior to going on stage together we arranged all this shit for them to do together so don't you dare say all our hard work went to fucking waste because y'all saw a something that y'all wasn't supposed to fucking see all right <laughs> so look at the goddamn pictures from the fucking award show because they love each other and they're fucking best friends because yeah they knew the motherfuckers did not like each other yeah and both singers would deny the rumors of a physical altercation happening until 2012 when they did another song called It All Belongs to Me. Monica would admit to punching Brandy, but blaming it on teenage immaturity. Monica would have got decked back. <laughs> I'm sorry, not you punching me, and that's the only punch thrown. Right there, it should have been ended. Like, they're, they came together again. Yep, and they even sang together for, uh, during the uh, Whitney Houston Memorial at the BET Awards. I remember that. They did. Because, you know, they were both so special and important to Whitney Houston. So I thought it was dead and buried. Monica's song, So Gone, was becoming a trend. And when fans asked Brandy if she would be singing the song, she responded with, Child, bye. <laughs> and just like that, feud rumors start swirling again. When yeah, I always, sometimes I'd be like, y'all want the drama. Y'all want the drama. <laughs> Just say no. Just say 
uh, not this trend, not this time, or maybe some other time. You feed into the drama because y'all want it to. Because child, bye. Okay, yeah, I'm not taking that, and it's not meaning anything to me. Yeah, I, I don't think there would have been any good answer for her to do. Maybe if she said another time, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to uh, promise uh, us fucking humans, your fan base, these people, nothing. Celebrities lie all the time. Why the fuck wouldn't you lie? <laughs> it, you would only not lie if you want somebody to do some digging. And I feel like even if you did respond differently, child bot is a special response that's, that basically says, uh, interprets the black people, get the fuck on out of here. Uh -huh. Or please be serious. Or uh, be fucking for real. So when Monica goes on The Real, they ask her about it. And she just says everything was blown out of proportion. She's moving forward. And even gives Brandy a few compliments. Oh, Monica trying to be the bigger person. <laughs> but Brandy was not having it. She responds using hashtags. I know the real story that everybody doesn't know. <laughs> And the real is all caps. The real. You went on the real, but I got the real. And she also uses the hashtag positivity is the one thing you should not fake. Ooh, she said, you ain't fooling me with them complicates. <laughs> Those ain't compliments. Then during the 2016 performance at the Soul Train Awards, Brandy changes some lyrics to say, it's always something, talking ish again when your whole fan base jumps in. Now the whole gram's buzzing. Okay, first of all, what fucking song was she singing? <sighs> I cannot put that in here. <laughs> it's she the one changed. with Kanye West. Oh. Uh, you, you switching some words up and then you put in the Instagrams and the fan bases. <sighs> well, Talk about our love. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know the song, but I, I didn't know the song <laughs> name, but I knew what song you were talking about. My bad. Okay, so let's say that Monica's in the wrong. Brandy, uh, I'm going to need you to also, just like uh, Monique said, you need to uh, share share with everybody or keep it on the playground. Oh, I like that. Because you, you're, doing, you're doing the post. You're changing lyrics on the song at a, at a performance, but you ain't saying nothing. All right, you need to tell your story or you need to let this decades um, feud die because this ain't telling us nothing. It looks like you're an instigator. Yeah, it does look like she's the one who keeps dragging it on. I can see. Which she could be, she could maybe not be. And she, she sees Monica in the way that she's acting as like a superior, uh, holier than thou person. Maybe that's just rubbing her the wrong way. But Nobody knows if you don't share your story. You just look kind of, you just look bitter. It's, uh, I think she does look bitter. It, it didn't paint her in a good light doing this research. Exactly. So, of course, the whole internet's going crazy, causes an uproar. And Monica responds on Instagram saying, It's disappointing to leave ICU and come to my page to see foolishness of the 90s ever so present amongst both groups. <laughs> She's a vocal beast, and we're both great in our own right. This is her, her moment. She earned and deserves it. No mention or at of my name needed. Mm. 
which I I don't know why she was in the ICU, but I think that's a good response. Oh, 100%. I mean, like I said, it just makes her look better. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, this could be talked about. She could be talking about me, but she didn't say my name. Brittany, not Brittany, Brandy's a legend. I'm not about to say anything against her. Y'all be easy. And she doesn't just say Brandy's fans. She says both sides. Yeah, and insinuating that her fan base is feeding into it, too. Yeah, and people are attacking Brandy on her comments, and Brandy responds, I have the guts not to hide shade in class, diamonds, and pearls. I tell the truth just like it is, with a calculated vocal. I will never allow another person to belittle me publicly. This has been going on for a long time. I'm just no longer a punk and won't allow anyone to bully me. I mean, to be fair, um, I feel like... Maybe as uh, when she was younger, people did treat Brandy like she was a little punk. She was a little goody two-shoes. And Monica was known not to be a goody <laughs> two-shoes when she was growing up. So I just don't know, bro. I understand. I have definitely been wronged by somebody, made up with that person been wronged by them again and then therefore that brings up every other issue i've had from them past present and future and you mm. just feel like oh now i gotta unleash on this bitch because you ain't gonna keep getting away with fucking fucking me over type of situation i can see that so i i feel like it, if if that's the case you you're still not sharing your story you're still being very cryptic and vague and so that's where I can't hundred uh, percent respect it. Also, this is reminding me of Ray J. You know, uh, Brandy is in her Ray J era where Ray J had a problem with everybody and was just addressing it. Uh, and half the time, people who, who he had a problem with didn't even know they had a problem with Ray J. <laughs> maybe, maybe she just held on to that 1998 debacle for so long. She never probably said her clear 100% truth in her piece. And now that, I don't know, some of this is cropping up for her or she's thinking about it, just fucking with her. And so now she has to express herself in the way that she feels comfortable. But like I said, it's still not sharing your story completely. And it's still leaving people in the dark about why you're 100% mad. Yeah, I think if there was a story to tell and she shared it, it would have people understanding more. Yeah, they wouldn't think you're just shading her out of nowhere after so-called um, burying the hatchet. Yeah. So in November 2016, Monica is on Oprah's Where Are They Now? and calls Whitney Houston her fairy godmother, both for her <laughs> and other artists. And Monica trolling. <laughs> <laughs> Brandy made a post of Whitney with the caption saying, everybody wanted what we had slash have, and I am blessed enough to have been your friend. She ends it with, P.S. So many people like my performance at the Soul Train Awards. I think you would too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> In 2017, they both make birthday posts to Whitney Houston. Brandy saying that Whitney passed the torch to her. And people are saying their posts are similar and Brandy is trying to outdo Monica with her post. And Brandy responds with this. Brandy responds with, 
You're silly to think I am petty. The message to me is petty, like y'all know me. Don't project your petty on me. She passed the torch when she passed on my birthday. I have a duty to do what she asked me to do and not anyone else. No one knows what we talked about and no one knows what the note said, but she gave it to me and I made her a promise. So you, your faves, and your followers can sit somewhere. And I don't follow oh girl, so I don't know what she posts or posted. Whitney loved us both, so I don't see the competition or the comparison. But truth is, I was closer to Whitney, and that means a lot to me. It's one thing to deal with my idol passing. It's more excruciating for her to pass on my birthday. So take that as a sign that she wanted me to go out and be my greatest self and make her proud. The note passing on my day is the hashtag torch. And then she tags Monica in another comment and says, Get your people because I'm on rare form today. This is my idol's birthday. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Tides is turning again. Here is my problemo. <laughs> um, Brandy's lying. Okay. Ooh. Maybe, maybe that, maybe the initial birthday post wasn't petty. But for damn sure what she said before, okay, you got mad because Monica, obviously y'all know what buttons to press. Because Monica 100% was trolling when she called Whitney Houston her fucking fairy godmother. <laughs> Knowing that it is famously seen on the TV screen that she literally played Brandy's fairy <laughs> godmother. So that's it. And she says, and other artists, 100% troll. I don't care what anybody says. But then you come back, and what did you say? Some of the stuff that she said in response to it, just like, um, I was closer. It's a fuck you, basically. I, I, I've mixed up the not petty post and the post before it. She but, says, yeah, no one knows what we talked about. Um, I don't see competition or comparison, but the truth is I was closer to Whitney, yeah. and that means a lot to me. I, I think that, honestly, if you look at the past, uh, there, there, there's evidence for both of their cases. I do personally think that if you were, and who am I to fucking say, but this is just my theory. If somebody were to ask Whitney Houston, who did she mentor, she would say Brandy hands down before she would say Monica. But I do, of course, think that she adored Monica and that she was a mentor to her as well, just as a lesser extent. But it just shows how irksome this is to Brandy. Like, she needs to be Whitney's protege or she needs the best Monica. Like, yes, what you're doing is petty. Some of the stuff you say is petty because you're not even addressing it. You just keep saying weird posts. Uh, downing Monica while she's low-key bigging you up and it don't look right. I wonder if their beef reunited after Whitney's passing. Oh, it had to have. I just don't know what have, what would have caused that because they did interviews together. They performed together for the tribute. I thought it was all said and done, but now first you're fighting over this whole boy is mine. You've deaded that. Now you're fighting over who was Whitney's favorite? Who did Whitney love more? Who did she mentor? It's like, damn, Whitney's dead. Stop putting a dead woman in the middle of y'all beef. Why don't y'all solve what the fuck is actually wrong with y'all? 
Yeah. It's just and, weird. It's weird behavior. And honestly, even if Monica has done Brandy wrong, Brandy is the one who comes off looking more strange, looking like she can't let go, like she can't move on. Yeah. In 2018, Brandy is performing at Essence Festival, and as she's closing her set, she changes the Boy Is Mine lyrics to The Sound Is Mine, which another level of petty for her, I guess. Brandy, sit your ass down. <laughs> You're getting on my goddamn nerves, honestly. You're so annoying right now. You're so annoying. It's just, goddamn, am I back on Monica's side? Because what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I get it, but you, you're doing just too much, and it looks like you have no reason, because you have not said anything. You're not yeah, a punk, but not you're acting like, you acting like somebody who can't let go. Not even a bully, because it's, I don't even like to say this, but it's, it, she, she's looking a little sad. So it's not a bully. It's just that girl who's like, 28 years old and keeps visiting her high school. That's kind of, yeah, the vibes I was getting too. Especially since she's not talking about it. If it was something that happened after 1998, okay. But all that we know, it's the 1998 performance. Mm -hmm. And Whitney's love. Yeah. That's all we know. It's the boy's mind and Whitney. And no other explanations have been made about why y'all are battling. They should redo it saying Whitney's mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it's just so crazy to me how like they just devolved into this beef over nothing in the last recent years because why and, and and you tagging monica come get your people i'm in rare form <laughs> even though i don't follow you old girl so i didn't know what you wrote on that shitty ass post you did who got more who got more likes <laughs> I did not see that. Oh my gosh. Because a lot of we... this has been deleted over the years. Oh, I think. damn. Well, that's that's something we have to do later is look at the post and see who got more likes. That's the real winner. <laughs> and then in 2020, they finally seemed to put their beef to rest for good. They were on Versus singing their songs. It peaked at 1.2 million viewers and 6 million oh, throughout the stream. I don't remember that. You don't remember the verses? I and there were so many different verses. I I, very, I rarely watched them, but there were so many of them that I I kind of lost count. But I'm glad that they did one. I probably knew about it, but I've erased it from my memory. I barely watched any of them either. But I think this was probably their biggest one. I oh, just yeah. made that fact I, up, so it might be wrong. But <laughs> in my head, it was the biggest one. Like I was about to say, they they've had bigger ones, but I feel like if they did a Monica and Brandy one during this whole they low key beefing, it had to have been one of their top, let's say top ten at least. Yeah. Um, some people think Monica was being a little shady during the verses, but that's just like reading her body language or saying she was not singing along with Brandy songs. Um, <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> it is a weird one, but it just, it seems like they've made amends, but it, yeah. Just yeah, but Brandy we never didn't know. let it go. Yeah, I was about to say, she really, girl, I understand that. I do, 100%, 100%, like, I really do understand that mindset of like, I was a doormat for X amount of years, and now I got my voice, and y'all ain't about to fuck with me no more. 
But usually that implies somebody fucked with you and she never said what happened. So then it just didn't make it look like you were getting your vengeance. It just looked like you were just beating a dead horse. Yeah, it's definitely a thing that, you know, people always like, oh, you got to forgive. It helps you. It's better for you. And it's I think that's true in Brandy's case that she should forgive or if not forgive, if she wants to hate Monica for the rest of her life, cool, but just like forget about it. Yeah, stop doing it publicly because you're not winning any favors, apparently. You're you're not and I hate to say it, but not I hate to say it, but it's it's uncomfortable to watch nowadays. But every time Brandy does some shit, the first thing people bring up is that she killed somebody. Uh I hate and I'd that. be tired of seeing that shit too. I I really hate that. Yeah, it's a lot. I remember she talked about it on her reality show that she had with Ray J. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first heard about it. I'm surprised I didn't hear about it before. But I was not really tuned in when it happened. Yeah, me neither. You know, I just saw a host of jokes and memes at, you know, this deceased person and Brandy's expense. And it was just, yikes. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. At the first, when it first happened, you know, I'm childish. I didn't grow into my maturity. I definitely laughed at first. But oh. nowadays, it's like, bro, literally, somebody lost their life. Why are we still joking about something so old and something that she has had so much turmoil with? I just cannot imagine that, like, bringing that up over petty shit. I guess the internet's a horrible place, but. 100% is horrible. It's like some things are just, just don't say it. I agree. But who knows? Maybe Brandy in a few years will, <laughs> will bring something up again. And, which I'm a huge Brandy fan. Like I, I, mean, I like Brandy. Uh, I mean, especially back in the day. Like, <clears throat> I was like her early stuff, Moesha. I was, I bought in. I love Brand New. Yeah. <laughs> you don't love her rapping? She's, I, she's okay. I just do your thing. Do what makes you happy. I wish she did it more. <clears throat> that is our episode of Feuds, a short one. There was oh. two more, but I cut them out. Backstage battles three. <laughs> I, I don't even know what number this is. Like it might be four. I think as far as having the name, I think we've only used this is only the second time. Uh, we could have I, other episodes that fall under the same thing, but no, this is gonna be our series. I, I don't think so. I think I'm going to call it Are the Girls Fighting? I like that, too. I like that, too, actually. Okay. But we do like to talk about a media at the end of our episode. So we hit it off on a positive note. Mm-hmm. And it's usually a media we want to recommend or something we remember, want to talk about. Do you want to go first? Should I go first? I can go first. Mine's quick. Okay. So quick I- and easy, what they used to call you. <laughs> It was big and slow. (laughs) (laughs) You made me forget what I was I can't believe you called out my my childhood nickname. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, basically, I usually always do some sort of media that's a TV show or music. Most recently, just mostly music. So I said, let's bring it back to a game at least. So uh, if you've listened before and I've mentioned it. Um, I do love playing 
games, but very specific era games. I am more of a PlayStation 1 to early PlayStation 3. That's my, those are the, that's where, you know, that's where the big games hit me. That's where I was really playing. And so I wanted to bring it back to one of my childhood, childhood trauma, <laughs> uh, to one of my favorite PlayStation 1 games, which was a game called Croc, Legend of the 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 Gobos or Gobos. And I have no idea why me and my family loved this game so much, but um, I remember loving Croc so much and I was so upset when we ended up getting like Spyro, I think it's called, because they were kind of similar uh, but Croc was like older and more down to earth and all my family betrayed him to go to Spyro. And I was like, how fucking dare y'all? I'm still playing Croc. And um, <laughs> Croc is just a cute little crocodile um, character and you win prizes and break boxes and go through the levels. It's very simple. It's very easy. I loved it. And I played it all the time. I most recently played it during the pandemic when I was still working um, at a pawn shop and I was able to secure a PlayStation. And uh, I went to disc replay and got some games. That's when I also got The Sims again. Ooh, I so, yeah, I, Sims. yeah, I was trying to revisit my childhood. It, it worked for a little bit until I brought my PlayStation out into the family room and that bitch disappeared. And that was, that's all she wrote. That's what happens when you try to share with your family. Nobody did. Where did it go? I don't know. I lost stuff like um, the controller stopped working. I had to buy another controller. I wasn't doing that again. Uh, wires to power it on started missing. I was like, well, fuck this. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But that's it. Yeah. Croc, Legend of the Gobos. Uh, if you know about the old games, let me know if you ever played that. Uh, this is also around my Crash Bandicoot um, uh, obsession as well. We played all the Crash Bandicoots. My favorite being, of course, the Wrath of Co uh, Cortex. So yeah, PlayStation 1 and 2 were definitely my top game systems ever. Love that for you. Thank you. What is yours, Seth? Well, I'm going to read Trisha's first. You always trying to get out of reading, doing yours by trying to put somebody else in front of you. Well, I can do mine. Nah, read okay. Trisha's. I want to hear Trisha. What'd you say, girl? <laughs> Trisha wrote in, Jose and Katrina, hey, y'all. Thanks so much for all the wonderful content. I have hey, not been able hey. to stop listening to Caroline Calloway. Yes. And I did love that episode, Caroline Calloway. And she said, that episode is hilariously hilarious. I love it. My media for this week is the song Bad Boys by Shine. Yeah, Shine. It's such a 90s banger. I was also very interested in the song after my wonderful sister told me some of Shine's history with P. Diddy. I've been playing, I've been playing it all week when I needed a jolt of energy to finish work. Okay, love you. Bye. I educate the children all day, every day. <laughs> Do you know what song she's talking about? I don't think so. You definitely know it. Skibbity bobbity bibbity bobbity bibbity. Hold on. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I know it. See, I knew it. I'll listen to that later. I don't think I've heard that song in a while. Oh, yeah. 
I only have heard it a lot recently because I've been hanging out with Trish. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I but that is a it's a good '90s, 2000. I forget whichever whenever it came out, but it's it's definitely a great song for that era. And it doesn't sound like him when you look at this man. I, I never would have thought he was the rapper. So my media is two songs. Ooh, two chains. The first song is Sacrilege by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. And the second song is Breeze Blocks by Alt-J. Alt-J, I don't even know if that's how it's pronounced. I think it is. But I, that's the only song I know about them. Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, I like more of their music. Mm-hmm. But I always watch those videos, and I realize I always watch one after the other. Like, if I start with Breeze Blocks, then I watch Sacrilege. If I do Sacrilege, I'll do breeze blocks do they go and together they don't go together <laughs> so i'm like why do i always watch these songs at the same time and i realize it's because they both start at the ending the music video starts at the ending and then it's reversed uh so you like a memento have you ever seen that movie oh yeah now that you mention it i think so i feel like i watched it in psychology class for some reason hmm. that could be a psychology class movie possibly maybe if I'm thinking right. But yeah, I really love the songs, but I always watch with the videos just because it's like, what's going on here? What did I stumble into? And then, you know, by the end of the music video, you're like, oh, but great songs. <laughs> also, Sacrilege, it has like a choir in it. And I love when songs have a choir. I do love when songs have a choir as well. She, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs were on, I think that was David Letterman some show and they were performing that and she had a choir there and it just sounded so amazing but two songs i highly recommend i think what song i know by the yeah yeah yes um probably I, maps. probably which one maps i had to re-listen to it but i know i know a song by them and i just cannot place it you know what's so embarrassing i mean what? this has nothing to do with them but you're the one who got me into tegan and sarah like their actual music oh really I knew about them for so, so long. I mean, they were gay twins. Of course I knew about them, but I had never listened to them until uh, college. That's interesting. That was yeah. my teaching and Sarah era. That was. <laughs> I, I forgot about them. <laughs> I do like so many times, like I just forget about like artists or songs. So, like, why have I not been listening to that? I yeah, I think that's. And Sarah. Yeah, that's why I think I tried to keep my logins to my music uh sites in because I know that different years I was listening to different things. Like you remember when Groove Shark was a thing? Sometimes I wish I could go back because I had tons of playlists on that dumbass website. <laughs> um Beyonce did sample the yeah yeah yes on lemonade. You a lie. What song? Hold up. Oh hold up. No, bitch, I love hold up first. Because of all. she says they don't love you like I love you. Or, mm -hmm. Is that what she says? Yeah, that's what the song is, Max. Oh. They don't love you like I love you. Okay, I'll have to re-listen to that and hold up. Hold but up. Also, Tegan and Sarah, since you mentioned them, and I'm going to forget if I don't say it. Mm -hmm. I love their songs, but I think the way I kind of got to Tegan and Sarah besides Grey's Anatomy 
was because they had a song with Margaret Cho, and I love Margaret Cho's music, which I don't know if a lot of people know that she has songs out there. Like, they're comedy songs, but I always found them really good and funny. Yeah, you've been a Margaret Cho stan for a while. Mostly her music. I know, I, though. I like Yeah, do you like her? Yeah, have you ever watched her stand-up? I've seen her stand-up. That's why I, I saw her stand-up for my mom. And... <laughs> And that's how I got into her. And at that stand-up was when she's her song "Eat Me Out," which mm -hmm. is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I really love. I don't know if they're like comedy musicians. I don't know if that's what you call them. But Karen Kildare, if she has a bunch of songs like that mm -hmm. too, and I like her music, and it's like funny songs, but. Some are good. Like, if when, if you're not like really listening to the music, it's like just catchy, and then you're like, oh, they're saying some stupid shit in here. Yeah. If I could sing, I'd, I'd be a comedy comic, and if I was funny. Are but, you not funny? I don't know. You're hilarious. You don't get to spread your 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 comedy wings as much as you 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 have you know i was just telling people today i really think you guys are so lucky to be alive in the same like century as me <laughs> like <laughs> and greatness like this only comes around every now and then mm -hmm. Sounds thank, lucky. You, thank you guys so much for listening if you want to send in your media it is Save your sorry at gmail.com. Oh, sorry, here. sorry, sorry. Real quick. <laughs> it took me so long. Jacob, thank you for your suggest suggestion. Vitamin D by Ocean Kelly Bangs. It is a fantastic song. Just based off how it starts, begins, ending. Uh, shitty little kitties. Bitch, it, it is great. I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm so sorry I haven't said anything. I'm going to say something on Twitter when the episode gets released. So if you didn't make it past this part, Jacob, I can still give you your flowers. But Ocean Kelly, vitamin D, great choice. Thank you for sending in that media. Thank you so much. Our Twitter is Save Your Sorry. The your is spelled you are. And our Instagram is Save Your Sorry. It's spelled just like the podcast. Tell us about these feuds. Are you on a side? Should there be a side? Is there a feud? I don't yeah. know. Are they talking out their asses or what? Or are we? Damn. Please leave us a rating. Please leave us a review. If you listen to this whole episode, it's the least you can do. Yeah. Alicia it's Keys. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Also, send us suggestions of who to do, because I think I'm running out <laughs> of ideas again. I, who to do? Who to do. We have a master list of all these celebrity names, and I have lost that list like 70 times. Yes, I also have a copy of that master list, and it's somewhere buried in my room. So, yeah, <laughs> if you have suggestions, if you have more current picks, more old picks, because we love an old scandal, just uh, mm -hmm. let us know. And if it's possible, plausible, we'll definitely put it in the queue. Also... What do you want to hear? Do you love the cancellations more? The feuds more? The Justice 4 episodes? Mm -hmm. The closer looked episodes? 
mm-hmm. or just all of them? Do you love everything we put out? Are you our number one fan? Do you like all of this? All of this? <laughs> um, just let us know. Thanks so much. It's been wonderful. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye.